بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا The surah after surah Yasin. The name of the surah is As-Safat. Those angels who stand in the sufuf, in the lines. How in Salah, Muslim males all gather in the same spot. And everyone many, make sure that the heels are in line, the shoulders are touching, there is no gaps in between. As we do it in Salah, and Salah is the time when a believer shows his complete obedience, complete obedience to the will of Almighty Allah. So much that obedience is, that he is still busy perhaps with his Subhanallah, or Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim. He read it one time, he read it two times, the Imam has already left it. He has a habit of always reading it five times. But on that day, even his dini mu'amalat, he puts that down also and he says, the command of my Allah is more important. I was ordered to follow the Imam. When the Imam said, Allahu Akbar, even my desire in a dini thing has been left. So our salah and especially when the people stand in the sufuf, it is a mazhar of complete obedience to the dictates of Almighty Allah. As they stand in that sufuf, everyone will go down at the same time. The ruku will take place, the sajda will take place, irrespective of color, irrespective of wealth, irrespective of status in society. The rich man will not say, let me first go, then you will come. Amongst the Arabs, one of the hardest things to do was to place the nose in the sand. And harder than that was to do it in such a time or in such a manner that everyone sees you. It was called being disgraced in public. How unique Islam brought it that with one Allahu Akbar you will see sometimes one million people falling into the ground at the same time. The king is also going down. The man who has never sat on the floor always a chair was brought for him. Somehow or the other he is also struggling and that nose which always stayed so high in the world one Allahu Akbar everything goes down. Surah As-Safat indicates to those angels not only in Salah, but in front of every command of Almighty Allah, they stand in that sufuf, meaning their every body movement, their every movement in the world, no matter how powerful they are, how huge they are, how great they are, but they have realized their position in front of Almighty Allah. They are the most humble, they are the most obeying. Not one angel will ever look at the might of his wings, how great he is over mankind and will make one step or one movement also away from the command of Almighty Allah. By the oath of those angels who stand in the saf, standing in front of Almighty Allah, their honor is that their every movement be only in accordance to the wish of Almighty Allah. Think of this qasam. And you will understand what an honor. In Surah Yasin, Almighty Allah spoke about making shukr. 
One is of dunya that man has been given, but in Surah Yasin of deen, the ability to have an eye that can see further. So that is Jannah that is coming, and there is going to be a lot of shukr for that Jannah. Allah allowed us to be able to see things which others cannot see, to be able to hear things which others have not heard, to be able to understand things which others can never understand. The shukar of a deen which will deliver us to an akhirah which will be eternal, that's a mustaqil shukar. And one is the shukar of deen, even though it doesn't give us the fruits of Jannah, that is coming. But just to make the shukar that Allah allowed me to have that honor, to be like the mighty angels of Almighty Allah. Obedience normally is regarded as a very difficult thing. But in obedience there is great honor. When we speak about these mighty angels, why do we speak with so much of honor for them? That despite their might, despite their power, despite the size that they have and they enjoy over mankind, not an angel will lift a wing. They see man sinning. The nature of them is so pure. How many a time they would have wished. They could have just smacked a few people to the ground and so many would have taken ibrat and lesson. How many a time they wish they could have just screamed and people would have fallen down dead. They could have hit into the ground and the ground would have swallowed out man. Whatever they wish was, but not a single movement by any angel up till today until the day of Qiyamah will ever take place. When man will enter into paradise, these angels completely in the command of Almighty Allah. They will be at the servants of every individual. When we speak about these mighty and huge angels and we think about their quality of obedience, by the oath of those angels who stand in that saf, waiting for every command of Allah, not a movement, not a turn, except that it is when Allah says, like how when the Imam says, Allahu Akbar, Perhaps the children in their salah, you will find they moving and they playing. But those people in the first saf, which are normally the people of piety, the people of knowledge, you will see not a person playing with his beard, not a person playing with his kurta. And when that Allahu Akbar comes, how all of them at the same time, that unique level of obedience which we enjoy for a few minutes in our salah. This is the angels beginning and the angels ending. From the beginning of the creation, every command of Allah, they are in that saf. By the qasam of Allah, wassafati saffa. In the oaths that are taken in Quran, many meanings are given in the oaths. One is what's going to be discussed further on in the surah. The entire story or the crux of that is always put in the oath. One lesson we take from the oath as we will go through the surah. Is the shukar we have to make to Almighty Allah, especially the shukar of being part of the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This deen will give us the best of paradise, being the last of the ummah, the last nation to come, but being the first to be allowed to enter into paradise, being the one that had the honor of being from the followers of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. It gave us an honor more greater than any other. But there was another shukr to be made 
that Almighty Allah was going to give so many individuals of this Ummah a chance to stand as the mighty angels stand. A chance to have that honor of being obedient to Almighty Allah as the mighty angels. <coughs> For the general Muslim Ummah, Allah Tabarukta when He ordained the Salah and taqeed and emphasis was put on that they must stand in the Sufuf. One was the Sufuf at the time of battle and one was the Sufuf at the time of the Salah. Allah's Nabi put a lot of emphasis. He would walk through the Sufuf. He would see that no chest must be staying, standing out. In that five minutes the Ummah was given a chance on a whole that they could resemble exactly as Wassafati Safa by the Qasam of those angels when they stand in that Sufuf. That Qasam was now going to fall onto men. That look at my servants, how they are standing. One person's leg is itching but he is not moving his hand. One person wants to play with his beard but the hand is not lifting. They are all standing and just when they hear one Allahu Akbar in obedience to the word of Allah, how everyone fell in ruku, how everyone fell in sajda. For the general ummah, Allah Tabarukta gave every one of them this chance to have the honor that how qasab was taken on those mighty angels. As though to say, Qasam is also taken on you. It is a unique honor of Almighty Allah that the body falls down to the ground on the name of Allah. It rises on the name of Allah. It makes salam when the name of Allah is taken. On the command of Almighty Allah, how the body has to move and the body does move it. And it is not only one, it is not only two. Two people come into the masjid they got so much of ikhtilaf, so much of argument, so much of fights. As they are walking, they are fighting. But they enter and then the imam has started the salah. Both say the Allahu Akbar. That Allahu Akbar in that salah at least for that few minutes where one will say, if you walk in the right, I will walk to the left. If you go to the east, I'll go to the west. But in that five minutes, even their difference is forgotten. That in front of the command of Almighty Allahu Akbar, He said, You also fall in ruku, He will also fall in ruku. There is a shukr to be made that Allah Tabarukta allowed the people of this Ummah to be able to make their bodies like the bodies of the angels. And then there are those selected servants of Almighty Allah that Allah creates within their body that even out of the Saladin, their entire body becomes muafik, mutabik to every single command of Almighty Allah. They are busy with their business and the adhan Allahu Akbar starts that Allahu Akbar says Hayya ala salah will you come to the salah that body is already preparing to go for the salah. That hand lifts on the command of Allah the hand drops on the command of Allah. In that business when a deal has to be made it's halal the hand will sign immediately and if it is haram even if it is a million ran on that check, but that hand will not move. As that man could not play with his beard in the salah, he was waiting for the imam to say, As-salamu alaykum. When the salam is made, my salah will end, then I will scratch how much I wanted. Out of the salah, they are those selected servants of Almighty Allah, that their entire body becomes like the body of these angels. Was-safa By the qasam of those angels, as they stand in front of Almighty Allah. Not a movement of theirs except with the command of Allah. 
Like the qasam of those selected servants of Almighty Allah. As they live their lives in this world. Not a movement of their body. Except by the will of Almighty Allah. Command of Almighty Allah. No matter how hard it is to say no. They want to. The desire within the body is such to take a step forward. But how in salah. A man wants to move but he does not move. A man wants to itch but he is not itching. Someone wants to go immediately out of the masjid. He is tired. But as long as that imam has not said Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah That individual holds himself in the salah Certain selected servants of Allah May Allah make us all from amongst them as t- Until the time of death That servant says I will hold myself That this is not the world to walk out of the saf They remain in that saf Fazzajirati zajra Allah Tawarukullah says Then by the qasam of those angels Whose job is zajr Zajar is to shout. Zajar is to push something away. فَالزَّاجِرَاتِ زَجْرَ Further in the surah, Almighty Allah will speak of that group of angels whose job is to ensure that the shayateen are not able to penetrate the skies. فَالزَّاجِرَاتِ زَجْرَ They are those angels whose zajar makes the mighty clouds which are in the sky. It moves on the command of Almighty Allah. One shout of theirs and the cloud will move from one direction into the other. فَالزَّاجِرَاتِ زَجْرَى By the qasam of those angels who with their thunderous voices or with their mighty powers their power is used only for what? To carry out the command of Almighty Allah. Allah Tabarakta has made unique in the people of this ummah that He was going to give them the honor also that how qasam was taken on those mighty angels but whose anger, whose might, whose power, whose loud voice is used for nothing except where Almighty Allah says, use it. They will shout at the shayateen when the shayateen try to penetrate because Almighty Allah has told. They will shout at the clouds because Almighty Allah has commanded. But with all that might and power, there will not be a single time when they will shout except it will be according to the will and the command of Almighty Allah. And an honor for the people of this ummah Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would mention in great detail that Almighty Allah had made the people of this ummah, many mashayikh of this ummah, ulama of this ummah, scholars of this ummah, that they would have that honor of being like the Anbiya alayhim salam of the Bani Israel. Allah tabarakta would create within their bodies ru'ub. Others would fear them. In respect they would honor them and they would fear them. They would be mighty in their voices. They would be mighty bodily. But they would have such control over their nafs. Hazrat Umar radiallahu anh, a sahabi radiallahu anh, they say, came to complain to him with regards to his wife and that the wife is a little loud in the house. When he came to the house of Umar radiallahu anh, he found that his wife, meaning Umar radiallahu anh's wife, was also loud in front. He was amazed at this. Later on, Umar radiallahu would explain to him that this was what Allah's Nabi taught them. That man who was so mighty, so loud, his body was so strong, his voice was so strong, his awe had settled on the hearts of kings far away. But within his house, he was the most humblest, humble of humbles. What was it? He had become like this angel, Fazzajirati Zajra. That when Almighty Allah said shout, he would shout. And when he was not allowed to, how he can control himself? It was not anger that was ghalib over him. 
He had become ghalib over his anger. In the people of this ummah, Allah Tabarukta has honored and may Allah Tabarukta honor us all that the individual gets such a ghalba over his nafs that he does not become angry just because of anger. But when the command of Almighty Allah is broken, and even if he was the most humble person before, his humility does not allow him to remain silent when it is the time to talk. But because he has control over his nafs, he understands how to talk. He understands in which manner to talk. When the angels make zajar of the cloud, the cloud does not go in the wrong direction. The result of the shouting must not be the opposite. It must not be a father who goes wild with his son or a teacher who goes wild with the student and instead of getting a good result, the opposite happens. When ghalba is made over the nafs, then the tongue will still be loud, the pen will still be fierce. But because anger is not ghalib over the individual, he has become like these angels whose anger is only according to the will and the happiness of Almighty Allah. When Almighty Allah says shout, they shout. When Almighty Allah says hold, they hold. That very individual who shouted so loudly and he goes out of the masjid and the very person who he was angry with who perhaps last night had openly broken the command of Allah, he finds that individual, he is struggling with a tire that is punctured and he goes up to the person and he says, can I not help you? He is the one taking out the tire. He is the one going and getting it repaired. The individual does not know this is that very man who I heard last night had rebuked me so hard. When ghalba is over the nafs of an individual, in one second he can be the greatest of helpers and aids to a person. And when the command of Almighty Allah is being broken, and as these angels would say to the clouds, no, then he will also say no. It will make no difference if that person in front of him is his best friend. There is no such thing now. It is not that I will shout you if you are number A and I will overlook you if you are number B. But the cloud has to be told to go in a direction. If severity is needed for it, he will be severe. But that severity is not based on ghalba of nafs. It is because he has become an angel that is loud and fierce but his loudness and his fierceness is only upon the happiness of Almighty Allah. فَالتَّالِيَاتِ ذِكْرَى And then by the qasam of those angels who are forever making the dhikr of Almighty Allah. Who are for the word tilawat, tilwun, taliyat, to be following. Dhikr has been made, the next thing is also dhikrullah. Dhikr has been made, followed with dhikrullah. There is no time except that there is the dhikr of Almighty Allah. Almighty Allah bless the people of this Ummah. Nabi Isa salatu wassalam would say that the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam they will find their tongues very accustomed to the kalima, to, to the recital of a kalima which people in the past found very hard to bring on their tongue. Perhaps we will not understand it. Even a weak, what we call the weaker of the sexes, a woman, she can take that tasbih in her hand and she can read La ilaha illallah she might do it while she's lying down on the bed. She might be so relaxed. There is no need for muscles in this. There is no need for a strong head in this. Almighty Allah made the most powerful of dhikrullah 
the lightest on the tongue of the ummah. La ilaha illallah. In this ummah you will find those who will say 10,000 tasbihat they are making. They were those in the past and perhaps today 100,000, 120,000, 150,000 daily. Even to read La ilaha illallah on a tasbih just 100 times after that salah when everyone you see them touching on their finger and it is subhanallah, subhanallah, subhanallah. Wallah, that is a manzar of fatta liyati dhikra. By the qasam of those angels who after one dhikr they are making the next dhikr. After one dhikr they are making the next dhikr. Almighty Allah in His kindness was going to give this gift to the people of this ummah. There is a shukr to be made for this deen which is called deen Islam. Not only will it deliver us to the greatest of paradise, may Allah take us all day. But even in this world, it has put us in such a maqam of azmat and honor. That Allah Tabarakullah as He took qasam on the mighty angels that are doing that, man became exactly as those angels. They are those who will do it after the salah. They are those who will do it when the tasbih comes into their hand. And they are those selected servants of Almighty Allah. That Allah Tabarakullah makes them like the angels. Day and night, their entire mind, their tongue is only muafik to the command of Almighty Allah. One dhikr after another, Sometimes it is the eye that is involved in dhikrullah. That whatever they are seeing, they are thinking of Allah. Sometimes it is their finger that is making the dhikr of Allah. Sometimes it is their tongue and the heart that is making the dhikr of Allah. Dhikr after dhikr, dhikr after dhikr. Fattaliyati dhikra. Three mighty qasams has been taken by Almighty Allah. But in those three mighty qasams, a message was given to the people of this ummah. That this very quality which these angels have on which a great qasam has been taken by Almighty Allah. If man has to think about it, Almighty Allah has given him the chance to grab onto these qualities, as though a qasam will then be taken over man. How much of shukr must be made that Allah Taala made us from the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam? that without our realizing, when that Imam says, Allahu Akbar, we become like the angels. When an alim graduates and he is told, that your job is to go to a certain town and is to see to the affairs of the town. When he has told your job is to sit in the maktab and to see to the tarbiyat of the young children. Your job is to stand on the mimbar on the day of Friday and to give a khutbah and to give a sermon warning the people from wrong, inviting them towards good. When Allah Taala made this, it's like part of the job. Whoever thought Allah Taala was giving so many people in this ummah the chance to become like the mighty angels. When Almighty Allah inspired the people of this Ummah unto the dhikr of Allah, when He inspired them unto salawat, Ya ladina amanu, O people of Iman, Sallu alayhi, that how Allah and the, and the angels are always sending salawat on the Nabi of Allah, you also send. And then Allah's Nabi would come and He would make targheeb to the Ummah. Allah Tabarakullah Himself would order this Ummah morning and evening, make the tasbih of Allah. Nabi would instruct this Sahabi, you must read so many times. That Sahabi, he would say, no one can go further. He would, they would ask him, which of the Mujahideen is the best? He would say, Ayyu aktharuhum lillahi wa ta'ala dhikra. The one who is making Allah dhikr the most. They would ask him, which of those people who are fasting are the best? He would say, the one making the dhikr of Allah the most. So much of targheeb he would give towards dhikrullah, that it would become like a wirathat, an inheritance for the people of this ummah. Even a person who would not regard himself as pious, he also, if he thinks 
during the day how many times I am making the name Allah, I am saying Subhanallah, the Adhan is going, I have been ordered give jawab to the Adhan, I enter the Salah, the Imam says Allahu Akbar, I have been told you also say Allahu Akbar, actually that first Allahu Akbar, many men know this Masala, Allahu Akbar, verbally it must be said, because they have been coming to the Masjid for so long, they have always been reading Namaz behind an Imam, so definitely when the Masala was taught in the Maktab, they would have paid attention to it, that when the Imam says Allahu Akbar, it has to be a verbal Allahu Akbar. The muqtadis behind, it, they cannot just suffice on lifting their hands and tying their hands. They also have to say that first Allahu Akbar, which we call takbir e tahrima Verbally it has to be said, otherwise the salah does not begin. Many men would know this masala. However, unfortunately now, because of the conditions that we are going through, many men are not now going to the masjid. May Allah Taala remove fear from the hearts of all. Take people out of the houses again. Let the masajid again be filled very quickly. However, because of the situation when men are now performing salah in the houses, there are those times when he is saying to his wife, his daughter, that they must also perform the salah behind. So they are now getting a chance to perform salah with jamaat. But perhaps because the masala is not in everyone's mind, now when that man is saying Allahu Akbar, which is known as takbir e tahrima the woman normally in her normal namaz, she would always be saying Allahu Akbar. But now behind her husband or her father, for some reason they are those girls, those, those women, who are just, just lifting their hands. But they are not thinking that I have to say this Allahu Akbar verbally also. As I would have said it in my normal salah, just because I am hearing someone in front of me, does not absolve me that I don't have to say it. If that first Allahu Akbar is not said verbally, the Salah does not start. The remaining Allahu Akbars in the Salah, the remaining ones are known as the Takbirs of Intiqal movement. It is also Sunnah, it is also good to say those Takbirs. But that first one, that is vital for the Salah to start. Fattaliyati Dhikra So so many times the word Allah will be said in the Salah. Then Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim Then Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la just in the salah there will be so much of dhikrullah without man, without woman realizing Allah ta'ala allowed the people of this ummah there is a mustaqil shukr to be made of this. That oh Allah, you gave me such an honor to become like the mighty angels upon who you have taken qasam. Indeed this is a very great honor and the honor of this year will definitely be seen greater in the year after. But just to think and let the mind think about it as the next time we stand in the sufuf, the next time a man has to become a little loud to save, to preserve the deen of Islam, the next time the tongue becomes moist with the dhikr of Allah, take that happiness or feel that happiness in the heart, that how my Allah made the system of my life, that He was allowed, going to allow me to become like the mighty angels upon who He has taken qasam. May Allah allow us to make the shukr of this through the barakah of shukr. May Allah Tabarakta continue giving us tarakti, strength over strength, progress over progress, and how these angels, daraja after daraja, they are angels who are mightier and greater than the next. Then they are those that are mightier than the lower level. Allah Tabarakta in His favor. Let us also, as the angels have their darajat going higher and higher, Allah Tabarakta through the barakah of this amal, may Allah Tabarakta day by day take us higher and higher, closer and closer towards Him. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين